the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. So you've written a fascinating piece. Where did you write this? Was it for Real Clear Politics on on the yes. the, the changing Jew? Oh, it was directly okay. for Real Clear. Okay, well, it's yes. a great website, and I'm glad they published it. So I'm not going to take the thunder. I'm going to I'm going to have you summarize. You have a fascinating thesis that Jews are moving rightward, which yep. is uh, sort of counter uh, instinctive on the part of most people, but you make a very compelling case. So take it away. So partly is obviously political. Jews are moving to the right politically, um, and that's been happening for a while. Jews voted Republican maybe 5% of the time um, 40, 50 years ago, and now they're more in the 30s and 40s, and it climbs even higher than that. In places like Florida, for example, Donald Trump got 41 percent of the Jewish vote in 2020. Ron DeSantis got at least 45 percent. I actually think that number is probably higher, but they haven't. You know, it it relies on exit polls. So if somebody's switching their political identity after a lifetime of being a Democrat, they might not be willing to talk to a pollster and say, yeah, I just voted Republican for the first time. Um, So I, I, I I think that that number is probably higher than even 45 percent for Ron DeSantis. So we'll see. Um, But that political change is obviously happening according to the numbers. But what I see even more than that and happening in even greater numbers is a cultural change where Jews are no longer of the left, that that is just not part of their identity anymore, and that they are moving towards moderation and definitely towards conservatism as well. So, look, to say the least, I pray you're right. <laughs> and, 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 and by the way, the, it's a very interesting uh, little statistic, the DeSantis vote. The, yeah. Although, you know, w- w- one, it depends if this is the classic, is the glass half empty or half full? Because the thought that half the Jews of Florida did not vote for DeSantis uh, right. makes me as a Jew embarrassed. I mean, it's it's embarrassing. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we're getting there. You know, um, it doesn't change doesn't happen overnight. But you're right. You're right. Where how could 50 percent of Florida's Jews not vote for Ron DeSantis is a, is a great, you know, half glass <laughs> way of looking at it. Um, but well, look, let me ask it, you it, this. Again, it, it, it's developing. It, yeah. Yeah. So I, I there's no I know it's a guess, but you, I so admire you. I find your guesses interesting. <laughs> what percentage of Jews mm-hmm. would say would say men give birth? It's interesting. You're right because it would be a subsect of that fifty percent. Um, but it, I. I feel like stuff like that is exactly what's going to push people away from the left. 
so I have, you know, so many Jewish friends who are liberals who hate this whole there's no such thing as women thing. I mean, they were lifelong feminists. They looked up to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Suddenly their feminine identity doesn't exist anymore. Their women's studies major doesn't mean anything anymore. And it's it's a hard thing to wrap their minds around. And look, again, I'm not saying that these people are going to jump over to the Republican side tomorrow. But change takes time. And stuff like this moves people over. And this insanity of there's no such thing as women is a classic example of the kind of thing that will move Jewish women over. And they won't be like, oh, yeah, men can give birth because they've given birth. And they don't want anybody taking that away from them. They don't want men being celebrated for something that they did. You point out in your article something that a lot of Americans who think about politics and and the various demographic groups I don't think appreciate, and that is the Jews of Israel. Why don't you tell Mm -hmm. my listeners about that? So Israel was once a fairly left-leaning country, and what happened was that they moved steadily to the right. And a lot of it, again, was, of course, first cultural and then political. Um, They got to where they realized that the left in Israel was not interested in preserving their lives, not not wanting to protect them. And so when when they realized that, it became the central point of why they started voting for people on the right. But, of course, now that extends way beyond just safety because there's there's other concerns in Israel and and Israel has become a right-leading country and so to me that equivalent is um, what I've discovered in Florida among Jews here is that so many of them own guns and of course I was raised in Brooklyn I mean Jews just didn't do that and now it's like oh we do that we protect ourselves we are not sitting ducks we're not going to let anybody come for our families and that's a real change that's a real difference of cultural opinion where a Jew once might have not owned a gun and now is like, oh, yeah, I go to the range, you know, three times a week with my locks and glocks club in Boca Raton, which is a real thing that really exists. Locks and glocks. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that really exists? <laughs> it really It's does. a real group? I promise. Do you live in yes. Florida, by the way? Do you live in I Florida? I do. I live in South Florida. Dave Rubin and I plot all the time on how to get you to move here. Um, I have to tell you, I'm not going to say the name because I try to be private, but I, I chose my shul because I saw a picture of you with the rabbi. And I said, if Dennis Prager has posed for a picture with this rabbi, it, it can't be crazy. I'm very touched. I really am. Thank you. That's very kind. You know why I'm, I'm, I'm here in Miami right now. You, do you know, oh, do you know why I'm in Miami now? Why? It's, you'll, be tu- you'll be touched because um, I'm with Jordan Peterson for The Daily Wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. At his uh, the second uh, ten sessions of teaching the Book of Exodus. Oh, I love it! That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, it's and, a and, very and exciting it project. Go, it's garnering millions of views. I mm-hmm. mean, this is my dream to bring the Torah to the world, and and, and it's, uh, it's, it. it's it's non Jews. Non Jews are helping me do it. It's and Christians <laughs> are part of the panel, uh, mostly Christian. Right. And, uh, it, it, it's a. It, what is happening in Miami, I mean, I, you, you really, one has to be receptive to brand new uh, developments in life. Florida, all of my life, was considered a warm suburb of, of, of New York City. <laughs> Uh, yep. And, and it, was, it was known for non-intellectual life. And right. now Florida is the most, in some ways, the most important cultural state in the country. Yes. 
Absolutely. Everything is happening in Florida. I feel intellectually very stimulated here. And I think that there's so much happening and going on all over the state. But, you know, I'm in South Florida. I I love what's going on here. It's been just terrific. And, you know, when people are moving to Florida and the Floridians were saying, you know, just don't just make sure you vote right. Don't change our politics. Well, the last election showed that the people who have arrived here in the last few years have come here for the right reasons. They want to be a part of something. And it really does feel like we're we're building something amazing here. So I ask you, how many American Jews would assent to the notion that uh, that men give birth? And then I'll ask you another one. Yeah. How many American mm-hmm. Jews support the the boycott divestment uh, movement sanctions movement against israel i think that they're probably the same people and i would say that number is going to be in the 15 percent range i that's that's all higher than that yeah yeah so they're just they're just very loud and the new york times loves them that's exactly it they're loud and they're in the media and you know i say this you know i was born in the soviet union Soviet Jews, the ones who came to America or went to Israel or anywhere else, are so conservative, so conservative. Yet every single Soviet Jew that makes it into the, you know, into the New York Times or into the media always is on the left. I'm like, there's like six of them in our whole community, and they're all in media. And so, yeah, that's just the way it goes, that the ones who are the loudest get into the, into the press, get into the New York Times, into the Washington Post, they get featured the most. Um, and they're just so not representative of what's going on. I, it is definitely, that's, that's the truth. So I'll ask $64,000 question that I have spent so much of my life trying to figure out as an American, as a Jew, as a conservative Mm -hmm. about Jews voting uh, left or being on the left, either being on Mm -hmm. the left or voting left. So Mm -hmm. there are so many reasons but i i want to get yours i want to get your reaction to my tiny list that i'll offer you one one is that jews instinctively assume right wing means hitler and so anything right Mm -hmm. is dangerous and it's almost inconceivable that anything left would mean dangerous secondly the, the the jews who stay committed to judaism overwhelmingly uh are conservative and Jews have mm-hmm. simply abandoned Judaism as their religion and, and accepted secular religions, environmentalism, right. feminism, humanism, Marxism. So, by the way, are they moving rightward at the speed of a tortoise or <laughs> the speed of a rabbit? <laughs> I, I would <laughs> say something. rabbit. I would say that the last few years have wow. moved them from tortoise to rabbit. It became necessary. So I want to answer the question of why I think yes, um, American yes, Jews exactly. have voted. But, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you, which I hate doing. Mm-hmm. I want to add one no, more no, to my list. Jews yeah. are disproportionately uh, college graduates. Okay. So I would say that the reason I, – I agree with a lot of those, especially, you know, um, I, yeah, I think all of your reasons are very good. But – the main reason to me why American Jews have voted for Democrats for as long as they have is because they have lived lives of deep security and safety, and they have no idea what the rest of the world is actually like. So my thing is that if you look at like voting patterns in Brooklyn, for example, all of the immigrant Jewish communities are voting for Republicans. 
the Russian Jews, I mean, all the ex-Soviet Jews, you know, Ukrainian, all those, all those Soviet republics, um, the Syrian Jews, the Israeli Jews, um, any Jews that came from anywhere in South America or and really anywhere in the whole world are voting for Republicans once they get to America. But the American Jews who came here at the turn of the last century, whose families have always lived in security, who never faced real danger, who missed the pogroms in, in the, you know, um, in Russia and they missed World War II and they missed, you know, being treated like second class citizens no matter where you lived and they missed being threatened with their lives all the time. Um, they grew up in a very different place than those of us who, who lived in the kind of danger that we came from. And so their security has allowed them to vote for all kinds of other reasons and not for safety. And the immigrant Jew whose family has been here, you know, even 50 years, just does not have that luxury. And so that's why. That is so intelligent. I, I, I got to tell you, when I hear a new idea that I uh, that I accept, it, it is it is like what's my favorite dessert? Well, unfortunately, <laughs> they're all my favorite desserts. It's like Same it's thing. like cheesecake factory cheesecake. I, I, I it's delicious. I, I don't know. That is so right on. Oh, I never th- and yeah. I never thought of it. So it's it's it's. Mm-hmm. It's a joy to hear. That's right. Thank you. They're, they're, they're they, naive. They don't know. Yeah. That's right. People who know suffering are not naive. American Jews have not right. known suffering. It's been t- terrific yeah. for American Jews. Exactly. They've been the wow. luckiest Jews wow. in history. You know. So in history, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. My dad. My dad was a an Orthodox Jew. And mm-hmm. uh, to his great credit, he enlisted in the Navy. He didn't have to. He was uh, over the age of draft and had a wife and child, so he was exempt. But he enlisted right. in World War II and fought in the Pacific for two and a half years as an officer on a transport ship. And my father's senior thesis at the City College of New York was on anti-Semitism in America. But he raised my brother and me to believe that we were the luckiest Jews who ever lived because we were American right. Jews. Yep, same. I mean, I, I grew up with that same kind of message that, my God, we're so All right, lucky so how do you explain the children of Soviet Jews, the children yeah. of Soviet Jews, mm-hmm. like like the, the Bryn at Google, who hate this country right. and hate liberty? Well, so, right, but they're so rare. I'm telling you, this is my community. They are overwhelmingly conservative. I, I, I know so so few liberal, even children of uh, Soviet immigrants. And it just, you know, again, the people that make it into the media, okay, Bryn is, a, is, in, is in business, but he's full of charity. And But the Julia Ioffs and the Max Boots and the, you know, Vinmans and whatever that, that you hear about, uh, they're, they're so, so unique in, the, in, the, in this ex-Soviet world. Um, my whole community is extremely conservative extremely they were they were for trump in such a big way they were even for you know george w bush in such a big way that this community is not liberal and i i can't even see their kids or their grandkids being that liberal i mean again once they get further away from from real danger and they get too comfortable who knows but i grew up with the idea of you know being so blessed to be here celebrating the day we came to america every year um feeling like my life could have been so different and how, how lucky I am to be here. And you want to pass that on to your kids and grandkids. And that's 
so important. Like you have to let them know that the, the safety and security that they live in in America is not the standard and they should be so feel so blessed every day about it. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.